So when, um, when was the last time that you attended a religion class? Was it the uh, last week before you left the eighth grade? Or uh, perhaps uh, just before you graduated from high school? And when was the last time that um, maybe you took a class on scripture or um, went to a Bible study? When was the last time that you uh, went to a talk on spirituality or maybe even read a book on one of the saints? Today's gospel, today's gospel is a warning to us. Jesus referring to the people that Pilate had executed and to some others who were killed in a construction accident, he said, if you do not repent, you will all perish as they did. And repentance, what it means to repent is to change from within. And to change from our very depth. And Jesus We hear an exasperated Jesus today. And he's exasperated because the people to whom he is speaking, they had not continued to grow. They had not continued to to study, to do what was necessary in order to know who God is better. Now, I have... um, over the years done a lot of um, classes or offerings on uh, various things, church history. Uh, One year I did something on, um, um, I can't even think of the word, Uh, apologetics. And apologetics is simply trying to explain what we believe and why we believe it and, you know, try to help people understand that. And I had a fellow approached me after one of the classes and guy that was you know born and raised a catholic and he just he, he was really kind of mad and he said you know he said father today it is just too hard to be a catholic you know, and he was remembering back as he explained to me the you know the days prior to the second vatican council and uh, those of us who were around at that time know that you know we had this little thing called the baltimore catechism and uh, the Baltimore Catechism was the place where you went to find out what it was the, that the church taught. And it was all presented in a very easy-to-understand format. And I don't think that this fellow is alone. You know, when he said being a Catholic today is just too difficult. Because it does seem like there was a time when being a Catholic was a lot easier, when, you know, the rules seemed better spelled out, the roles were more clearly delineated. Life was a lot easier, but I would also say that in that day and age, in general, things were a lot easier. You know, it, it seemed that people were not at one another's throats politically. It seemed that people understood the goodness of God and and life. You didn't 
really need too many rules and regulations because people understood that they were, you know, that was the best way to live with one another. Well, being a member of this church of ours is about taking a spiritual journey. It is about growing in a relationship with our God. And when it comes to learning about God, the journey, it doesn't have an end to it until we, until we get to heaven. And while there were a lot of good things about the old days, the method of educating in faith too often reduced the practice of our faith to, to the basic minimum. You know, keeping the fast, going to the stations of the cross, you know, supporting the church, the parish, getting to Mass on time on Sundays and holy days. And we took comfort in fulfilling the rules. But simply keeping the rules is not going to gain us salvation. You know, only, only a real sense of repentance, only a real sense of understanding where we are in relationship to the God in whom we believe and, and doing the things that we must do to clean up our lives so that we can have a, a good and holy relationship with not only God, but, but with one another. You know, Jesus faced people who believed that those who were killed died as a result of not keeping the rules. You know, as if their deaths were their own fault. And he is a bit undone about this today. And he's, he's finished with this attitude. And he's making very clear to his audience that unless they reformed their lives, in other words, unless they began to, to take a different approach to their faith, that they would meet the same end. And Lent, the season that we find ourselves in, it challenges us to, to examine our approach to God. And to come to know God better implies that, that we are asking questions, that we are doing what we need to do to learn more about God, you know, to study, to, to attend things that help us to do that. Luke today gives us a story, or this story, because his readers, way back when, in the good old days, were content with what they knew about God. And the words of Jesus are a warning that if, if we ever let ourselves believe that we need to do no more, that we need to learn no more, then our deaths might be as meaningless as those to whom Jesus refers. You know, we have to work on continually reforming our lives. And that means continually learning, continually examining, 
continually looking deeper. Luke today gives us the parable about the fig tree. And we hear that the owner had grown tired of the tree not bearing fruit. But when bagged by the vine dresser, the tree is given a little more time to come around, a little more time to change, a little more time to bear that good fruit. And with just a little more tilling, a little more pruning, a little more fertilizing, are we doing the same things for our faith? And we need to be very careful. We need to be watching our available time. You know, those who we're told about died in the gospel, they were, they were expected home for dinner. You know, nobody thought that they would meet their end at that moment. But in an instant, they ran out of time. And this season of Lent reminds us that our time is short. And, and God is willing to help us grow and mature. But he expects us to bear fruit. You know, this whole chapter of Luke presents two sides of God to us. On the one hand, he is a judge who will not hesitate to destroy the barren fig tree. But on the other hand, he is a God of grace. You know, the Father will help us grow, but, but God remains the judge who has very high expectations of us. And the Reformation of which Jesus speaks demands that we ask and we re-ask who God is. And it means that we must also be making a critical assessment of our lives and our journey towards God. You know, we have time to grow, but how much time do we have? And how might we till around the tree that is our life? How might we, you know, do that cultivation that helps us to learn more who this God is of ours and how much he loves us and how much he wants for us to know his mercy, how much he wants for us to know him. Be careful of the time. It can get away from us very easily and very quickly. Let us you know, get down to a perhaps a different kind of focus in what we have left of Lent, and um, at least begin to, uh, to do some studying and to do some you know, appraisal of our lives and to begin to listen more intently and learn more about those who have been on this journey, the saints, and how you know, they did what God expected of them and you know, rest gloriously in heaven this day. We have to not allow ourselves to be satisfied. We're, we're called to grow and mature and to bear fruit for God.